0: The boys are back in town, the boys are back in town. I the boys are back in town. It's quiet for a few seconds. Should we trim it out? I would trim it out. I'll try to trim it out later. I might not trim it out later. I'll probably forget my time when I record recording. Oh, hey. Hey there. You know, hey. The, you know the boys are back in town? You know, we, you know we didn't record last week. I was busy. It feels like forever since we recorded. It does. Because you're working two jobs now. That's why. You've come to my world, where where you work multiple jobs. Yeah. Instead of just one job. Yep. Yeah. Well, we're here now, though. Uh, we're back. Last week, it was actually my fault. Last week. Because it was the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Oh. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Action Features. This is episode number...
1: 167.
0: Are you? Sh- do you know? For real?
1: No, that can't oh. be it. Because we're waiting on 150. Yeah, I think we're, we're going to do video.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We're at 144. Okay. Uh, so yeah, last week was the Cincinnati Comic Expo mm-hmm. downtown. And so every year, I've helped out at Queen City Comics in the last 20 years now. And every year when the Comic Expo rolls around, I work at the shop all day Thursday, or Thursday afternoon, Friday all day, Saturday all day, so that the store can be set up there, and then I go on Sunday. All day. So we, we usually record on Thursdays. We're going to start recording on Wednesdays now, but... Uh yeah, I couldn't do it last week. So it's this it's, week. it's actually not your
1: fault. It's, it's not my fault. It's just something that happened, and it's not my fault. You had to do it.
0: So uh, so I had to do it. You had to do it. It was a it was a pretty good show. You know. Yeah. It's um
1: were there comics and trading cards there?
0: There were. Hmm. It felt more crowded than previous years. We always go on Sunday. It's me and Bobby and the the kids, and we also take my nephews, uh, Brody and Jack. And, uh, usually Sundays aren't as bad Mm. as Saturdays and Fridays, but this time it was like the dealer area was felt very crammed with people. Hmm. Um, and I think the reasoning is, and this is, I mean, the show is only a few years old, so they still, you know, they're still in a learning process with the convention. I think it was because there were less comic and toy dealers this year than any other year that I've been there. Um, and so most of the people were congregating in that smaller area, where the comic and toy dealers were. So it felt way more crowded right there. I see. Uh, they they it seems like they lessened the amount of comic and toy dealers and increased the amount of artist alley people, like artists trying to sell their their independent comics mm-hmm. or their art prints, and a lot of arts and craft type of people that made like plush items or. Hats,
1: gluing a uh, wooden birds yeah. to
0: uh, a piece of rope. You got it. Things like that. And those, the, some people ha- they have. they fans of that. People, some people like that. I do not. I'm not a big fan of the arts and craft type people mm. stuff because I'm not going to a comic convention for that kind of Are stuff. Are you
1: really talking about arts and crafts. Like, I really
0: am talking about like where they've created things, and it's I'm not no like have, against them.
1: Where they have like middle aged women might be there, and they've made a sweater where they've put. They've yes, that kind of stuff. Bears and stuff to it. Why? Well, Why was, there big? was
0: one that had made bows, like bows for your hair. Okay. And there was another one that had made hats, and the other one that made, like, plush lizards. Just, like, really weird, random stuff. That sounds
1: like, like a flea market, it, did it, you?
0: It did. It felt like an arts and crafts show. Did you
1: accidentally go to the flea I market? I may have
0: accidentally gone to the flea market. There That's... were aspects of it that felt like that. Now, the comic and toy guys that were there, um, All really nice all had good solid pricing but there just weren't as many of them so all of them did great they had a great show because they didn't have as much competition as they've had in previous years so if you have a more a select few to to choose from then all their profits are going to go up um so the dealers themselves everyone i have spoke to had a great show like queen city had the best show they've ever had there but as far as fan experience went everybody that I talked to was just kind of like, eh, it was a little too much of an Artist Alley show. I didn't really have as much fun this year. Um, and so that's that's a tough, you know, it's a, it's a razor's edge of, you know, making the dealers happy, but making the crowd happy. And this time I think they made those dealers that did show up happy, hmm. but the crowd wasn't as happy. Seems like uh, Artist Alley would be a, a pretty good. It is, but some of them are very abrasive. Like I don't really even like walking through Artist Alley that much. Hey, because they're like, hey, hey, check out the book! Check out the book! Uh, oh, did you look at the book? Check out the book! It's half price, and they almost like badger you into buying stuff a lot of times, and that gets to be annoying. I know what that's about. I like the ones where you just walk through and they're nice, and if you check out their stuff, they're not. They don't. You don't feel like they're attacking you. Um, but there's a lot of them that attack you, yeah. and it's super annoying. So those guys ruin it for everybody when it comes to Artist Alley, because I'll just avoid Artist Alley. Half the time.
1: You don't even need to go down I don't there. even need
0: to go it, into it. And they also do this weird thing, at least they did last year. They didn't do as much this year, where they have the beginning of the show, where it's a convention area, then a big Artist Alley section, and then there's more dealers behind the Artist Alley section. And that, to me, is a mistake, because nobody goes through the Artist Alley section to get back to the other dealers, because they don't know back they're back there. But this time, it was more photo opportunities and more of that arts and crafty type stuff back there, it felt like. Um, so it was, for me, a disappointing show this year. Hmm. Even though I, I, I got to see some friends, the Real Ohio Ghostbusters had a huge presence there. Um, I saw you got
1: to sit in an Ecto-1.
0: Yeah, the ecto Ohio, which is one of the best Ecto-1 replicas there is. I mean, it's super accurate. Um, they had it there for our group because I'm, I'm part of the Real Ohio Ghostbusters. I didn't get to do anything with them this year because I had to work, so I couldn't do the uh, the charity stuff and dress up. Uh, but when I, when I stopped by, Mike let me sit in the Ecto. Um, so that was really cool. And they had the best show they've had, which was awesome. Uh, but yeah, it was, um, as far as a show goes, I was disappointed in it. It was my mm. least favorite year going to the comic expo. Although I loved being with my, my dad and my, my family and the boys having a good time. Um, I think they need to move back into doing more of a comic show and less of a craft show an artist alley show. A, craft, a lot of cancellations too. A craft show. There's so much craft booths, man. Like a homemade stuff. I can't get past that. There was really one lady that was selling bows. Like as we walk by, she was like, she saw me at Grace. She's like, lots of bows, the, the homemade bows. They're this for this, 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 this.
1: Is there a chance that a bunch of dealers like back like they were just trying to fill spaces? I I, I don't know. I have they no idea. Get, they like couldn't it, get enough people or something. Or?
0: I I well, I think that a lot of the toy people may have backed off on doing it because the weekend before was the Columbus Toy Show. Um, the beginning of October is the Cincinnati Toy Show. They're less expensive shows to buy tables at. Mm. And so these toy guys are <coughs> gone, you know what? Comic-X is kind of expensive to set up at. we got these other two shows we could do for probably the same amount as doing just this show. And so they, they may have not done this show as much. But I still don't know why there were so many of those other kind of dealers there. Hmm. Unless they're just trying to diversify a lot of celebrity cancellations too. like four big names the week before within the week before or two weeks before whatever, all canceled out. Carl Urban canceled. Um, Kobe Smolders canceled. The guy that plays Jamie Lannister on game of Thrones canceled the night before um, the karate kid, Cobra Kai guy canceled William Zabka. Uh, so that was kind of disappointing too, to see so many of those yeah. cancellations, especially when you're building the show around these celebrities. And that's why, it was kind of a double whammy of your celebrities are canceled out, the big ones, and your comic assortment is much less than it was before. It kind of was...
1: Hey, Kobe Smolder is canceled. Let's see if we can get some arts and crafts Let's in here. Let's
0: see if we can get some of these crafty people in here. And, uh, no sl- I love that they're doing a Cincinnati Comic Expo. I, I highly recommend going to it. I just hope that it's better. Ne- next year, they learn from this year and the fan response. And going to next year with a... <coughs> okay, let's lessen this Artist Alley thing. Let's lessen the, the homemade craft people and bring in some more comic toy guys. All we Actually, can we have to is discount we the booths a little bit.
1: All we can say is that we hope.
0: All we can say is we hope, and it, please do check out the show if you're in this in area because it is a fun show, really, to go to usually. I still had fun. I'm not saying I didn't have fun. Sounds like you didn't. I did. I did have a lot of fun. I just didn't have as much fun mm. as previous years. Mm. Okay? All right. Is there any snacks in there? Some things right here, man. There and there's pa- some... There's peanut butter and cream pies, yeah. I'll I think there's one only one that's gone. Oh. 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 Oh, no. Uh, do you have anything written down? On, you don't even have a sheet. I've got nothing written down. All right,
1: you just want me to keep going? I a, I, I'm working as a carpenter now. Yeah. And, and so I don't have just access to a computer all day or paper or, or, paper or anything. Or pens. You can't get a pen out in you the field. You can't get a paper
0: and a pen out in the field.
1: So I'm really.
0: So there may be some things I talk about that you haven't even seen at, yet.
1: Maybe there's one thing that I did see that I want to talk about.
0: Okay. Is it the Captain Marvel trailer? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I want I have that on here. So let's you want to cover some other things mm-hmm. first because I think that's going to be a big chunk of stuff.
1: Yeah, I know we can get. I know we can cover a lot of ground.
0: Uh, Venom has. Did I, did we talked about this last time. I don't know. Venom has its rating now. It's PG-13.
1: Okay. No, we did not talk. There's
0: long, long talks about it being rated R. It kept on saying this film has not been rated. And there was a report that came out that said it would likely be rated PG-13 to hopefully, in the future, be able to cross him, if he's a, su- a success, be able to cross over with the Marvel Studios films. Yeah. It makes perfect sense to me. Venom never had any business being rated R. Let me
1: guess. People are mad
0: about it? People are mad about it. The minute it was announced, a lot of people were, I'm not even going to bother to see it now. I don't I don't want to see it now. Can I tell a story? Yeah, go ahead and tell a story. I've thought
1: about this many times because this has come up before. and Maybe I told it on here. You I don't... told
0: it on here, but tell it again because... Are you sure? This may be a lot of people's first time episodes.
1: Listen, you
0: wanted to see a movie and it was rated R. No,
1: no, no. Listen, first timers. When I was probably eight years old, maybe nine, I had the GI Joe the movie Mm -hmm. tape. Okay, and I thought that when Beachhead is fighting Jinx in her barracks, he goes (laughs) pathetic, and I thought he said the S word. Just pathetic. Uh I thought that's what he said. Okay. And there's another part in the movie, too, where I thought that an F-bomb was getting dropped. Oh, boy. Okay? And I invited my friend over. I had oh, my friend man. over. I was. I remember rubbing my hands together. I was like, yeah, we're going to hear some cuss words. <laughs> and I was. I was so stoked to be hearing some cuss words because it was just... That
0: really, that's people nowadays. It was
1: next level. Okay, I was eight years old.
0: Uh-huh. These are adults.
1: No excuse for it as an adult. If yep. you can't handle that a movie... Mm-hmm. doesn't have is not laden with graphic violence or language or sexuality or whatever it is that you hope to see yes then you need to reevaluate yes your life
0: it is a comic book character it's, it's a, a spider-man villain yeah there is absolutely i don't agree with we said this before i don't agree with logan being rated r i really don't i think they threw stuff in logan just to make it rated r because it came off of deadpool I think that movie could be just as good without yeah. an R rating. That's just how
1: it's good. That's how that felt to me too. Like they were,
0: they were doing the Deadpool thing.
1: They were doing it. They were saying swear words and stuff like press, I don't remember. Yeah. But just to be doing just it, just to be rated R. And I want to say too, that if you have a legitimate, I don't know, if you take it that way. And I mean, if you take a movie to a place and it's your artistic vision, it happens to be that the rating winds up being R Mm-hmm. I don't really have a problem with that. Venom is a grotesque-looking character. I could see how some rating board might say, "Well, if you want to keep this blood scene, this bloody scene in yeah. here, you know, some movies are rated R for nothing but sci-fi violence, and then yeah. you know, it's not that bad." But
0: for me, it's, but to
1: hope to
0: hope for it is that ridiculous. It happens is
1: stupid, and then say that you are not going to see it because it's because not because of the rating. Everybody complained about Live Free or Die Hard, and you know what? It was fine.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing, too, is that, I mean, kids know Venom. Yeah. He's he's really never been played up as really an adult character. He's been on multiple Spider-Man animated shows. He was introduced in comics. He's been a comic character for a long time. And even though he may do things that are on the edge of being frightening and, and things like that, it's never really been an R-rated character, you know? It's... There's no reason for it to then all of a sudden when it becomes in a movie to be an R-rated character. So like when when they were talking about being rated R, Keaton was very disappointed. He was like, "Man, I would love to go see a Venom movie, even if it doesn't look like it's the best movie. I would love to go see a Venom movie because Venom is like his favorite Spider-Man villain and maybe one of his favorite Marvel characters. And so having to tell him that, well, we can't go see it, man. It's you're 11 and it's rated R. To me, is great that it's only PG 13 now yeah. because I can take him to go see it. Yeah, uh, and. I think mean, it'll make the movie itself do better if you don't limit it to an R-rated audience for a character like that.
1: I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna say, if you have uh, if you have an adherence to rated R films yeah. only, you're a loser.
0: You are a loser. You if are you, a if loser. you won't
1: see a movie. Because it's not rated R, that means that you have some, some bit of growing up to do. You really do. Some part of your life. I really want
0: to see if it's, got really, if it's got blood and cuss words in it. Right. You're a little kid. You're a little kid You're that's Luke. trying to be part of the, the big, cool group. You want to feel like a big kid. You want to You're- feel like a big kid now. Well. Yeah.
1: I'm an adult
0: now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm a real adult. Uh, I want to say real quick that uh, the Amazing Hero Kickstarter is still going. We didn't have a chance to, to figure out a way to get... Uh, Bill Murphy on the show beforehand. So he's probably going to be able to make it on before the Kickstarter ends. But I do want to say that it is still going. I think it's got uh, four days to go. So it'll only have three days by the time this gets posted. And he's pretty far off from the, the goal right now. So it may have to reevaluate. But if you're interested, go on there and, and throw a pledge on. Because if it doesn't go through, you're not going to get charged anyway. So what's the matter? So if you're interested... And you want to get in on it and maybe help support this and maybe see if you can go somewhere, then please do check it out. Amazing Heroes Kickstarter. Three days left to go by the time this episode gets posted. Again, if it doesn't go through, you're not going to get charged.
1: That's Murphy's Law.
0: So there you go. Uh, and if this doesn't go through, we'll, of course, have Bill back on to talk about. Talk about the loss. What the Well, not the loss, but <laughs> Bill's always got a backup plan. Just kidding. To talk about what the backup plan is. Yeah. If this doesn't make it through. Some great figures there that I really hope can happen. I want that Nexus. Yeah. I want the Savage Dragon. I want the, the Mr. Monster. There's a lot of stuff that I want out of this.
1: Uh, yeah. I'm sure he'll find a way to he'll make it He'll find a way. He's
0: going to find a way. This is the best case scenario, though, is this. So if you're interested, you're hearing about this for the first time or something, please go check it out. All right. Alright. Uh, you just want me to keep going? And then you chime in on anything?
1: You keep going. Um, I, I will say I'm going to plug Something I have a, a podcast of my own coming up. It's, this is not in competition. Nobody proved this. This plug. It's nobody not, proved this plug. This is not in competition with Action Features. It's, it's
0: in, a, in direct competition with Action
1: Features. This does not take up your Action Features time. Okay, so if you have, if you're trying to choose one or the other, you don't get to do that. But uh, it's called Drawn Out, and I'm interviewing artists as an artist, and um, I don't think you have to be an artist to. Listen to it or appreciate the discussion.
0: Do you have to be an artist to listen to it or appreciate the discussion?
1: Mm. Hmm. I guess not. Okay. I'm gonna say no. I okay, guess. okay. But um
0: Okay.
1: Got some pretty good guests so far. Uh I have not published them yet, but I'm I'm I have an interview tomorrow and after I finish that one, they'll be going up. So go over and like the Facebook page. It's drawn out. Is the Facebook page, and I'll. Is that be, where the
0: Facebook page is located? Yeah,
1: it, drawn out the Facebook page, and I'll be uh, posting things on my page as well. So just just keep an eye out for that, and if you like it, that would be great. And um, I've got Mark Schultz on there, of course, and uh, Joe dragoonis and uh, some others, some other big names that I'm not going to say at the moment. So that's my plug. I'm very excited about it.
0: I can tell by the way you're eating that peanut butter cream pie that you are.
1: This is how I show my
0: excitement. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna eat this whole thing.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm not about even it. gonna
0: think about splitting it. I'm just gonna go for it. Did you, wanna
1: have, did no, you wanna have have want to have? No, I didn't want half.
0: I can eat this. I can eat this whole thing. I'm glad. I'm very hungry, dude. You want to eat some of these wheat Dents? Yeah, I'll have those. I have some peanut butter pop tarts if you want. I want to top
1: off the sweet with the salty. Mm-hmm. And Amy always makes fun of me for this because. I'll eat a meal, I'll have some kind of dessert,
0: and then straight to the kitchen.
1: She's like, "What? What are you getting? A little handful of Fritos, a couple of pretzels, whatever it is, because
0: it brings out the flavor." Right. Yeah. And
1: if it's a small dessert, like if it's got a candy or like yeah. some, I'll have the dessert, have a little bit of salty, one small piece of Just candy, one small, piece. and then like one Frito to.
0: Have you seen the? Uh, there's an ice cream from Ben and Jerry's. That's a I think it's like Tonight Show or something. to but it's got chocolate-covered potato chips in the ice cream. Really, it's good. That sounds pretty good. It's got it's got a nice salty mm-hmm. element mixed in there. So you'd be eating all along, and then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, I've got a potato chip in here. I
1: tell you what, I've been eating. What's that? Blue Bunny Bunny Snacks.
0: What? What?
1: Yeah, it's they're about two two and a half inches of oh, diameter. Those are,
0: those are peeps.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what you're talking about. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm.
0: little bunnies that are made of uh, no, marshmallow. No, they're
1: round ice cream. Oh, oh. Uh, ice creams! Then they're covered in there's. They got one that has like, it's vanilla ice cream. Covered in a layer of crispy chocolate, oh. with oh. a layer of caramel and crumbled pretzels on top.
0: This sounds interesting to me.
1: You would be interested, man. I
0: am interested in this. Blue Bunny
1: makes now. some of the best ice Blue cream. Blue Bunny. You can get them at Walmart, and that's okay.
0: it. Okay. Okay. Uh, we talked about this a little bit when you were here the other day. Was the Henry Cavill Superman Weird. weirdness? Yeah. So, I don't know. Reports come out that Henry Cable's done as Superman. That he had some kind of scheduling conflict where he couldn't appear as a cameo in Shazam. And now it seems like it's over. Like Henry Cable will no longer appear as Superman. It can't and be then, because of that, right? It can't. But then another report came out that said that he is done and that Ben Affleck will be after him, that they're both on their way out.
1: I thought Ben Affleck was already on I, I thought
0: so, too. I thought the insurance was too expensive to move forward with him anyway. So then, k agent comes out and says, Don't believe everything you read. His, the cape's still in the closet, and we're talking to Warner. Or something.
1: Didn't k have, like, make some odd then he made an where- Instagram
0: video where he didn't talk. He just lifted up a, a figure of himself as Superman. And, like, put it back down. And then Warner came out and replied and said... Something effective. effect of, well, there's no plans for for future Superman films now. We love working with Henry. And we're grateful for the work he did, or some stuff like that. Whereas never a confirmation or a denial. And so now reports are coming out, and the reports came out after that that their, their frontrunner for their reboot of Superman was Michael B. Jordan. A reboot Superman. of Superman? I don't know if it's a reboot or what, but it would kind of have to be for it to be Michael B. Jordan as Superman.
1: Yeah. After that. I really don't think we're at a place where we need a reboot
0: of Superman. Oh, we, we had like three in the
1: last ten years or whatever, and you know, mm-hmm. did he? He got one. He got one Superman movie, right? He and got then, one
0: Superman, and then actually was, two. If you if you count Superman versus Batman,
1: I don't count that because that's like
0: that's yeah, that was so, like a it's kind of a Justice League movie. It's really. kind of, but it's it's more Superman Batman movie. Than,
1: yeah,
0: I don't know. Um, so then another report comes out that said it was all just a. <laughs> almost like a publicity stunt or a manufactured drama, either from Cable's camp to show the interest that everybody has in him being Superman or from Warner's camp to see how many people want Cable the Superman. It was very confusing. So I still have no idea. Just make a good movie. I just think it, it's that Why there's no plans for Superman films. So that's all there is right now. There's no, there's no drama attached to it. You and know somebody what? just took and ran with it.
1: You know what? It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to not have a Superman okay. film planned. Yeah, you can take a few years off. Go do some totally. other things. It's okay. You don't have to bombard people and have constantly something going on. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Relax. Yeah, you don't have to make an announcement that you don't have anything to announce. Yeah.
0: Well, we're getting to, in the day and age where a se- three sequels are already in the works before the first movie even comes out. So the fact that they just don't have a plan for more Superman films right now shows me that maybe Warner is getting smart now. That maybe they're going, Maybe what we did didn't work. Let's get the movies that we have currently planned out there, see where we're at, and then move forward from there. See what we're doing. It looks like Shazam is a totally different feel than the other films. Mm-hmm. Aquaman was already in the planning stages, so Aquaman's going to happen. Wonder Woman was a success the first time. It seems like it'll probably be a success the second time. So they've got these things that are still sort of attached to the previous DC Entertainment universe. Um that they're going to get out there and, I guess, see how they do and then move forward from there, which makes the most sense. Instead of planning out Man of Steel 2 before they even know if these things that they've got coming out with slightly different feels to them work. Yeah, I don't think Cable's done with Superman. I don't think that Warner is done with Cable as Superman. I think it's just a matter of, let's see how these things work first yeah. before we go ahead and say, yo, yo, we got Cable for Superman for four more movies. Yeah. What movies? What are you planning? We don't know. We don't just, know. We just know it's going to happen. Four more movies. That's stupid. Yeah. People are stupid.
1: Yeah. Uh, I like him as uh, as casting. I, I think he he was cast well. He looks good. I'd like to see him get a, a good movie. A good movie. Mm-hmm. And I'd also like to see Superman not get treated with. Are like you talking about Deadpool? You know, and like some of these characters. Like Deadpool's a success, and so now Logan needs to be. Yep. Heavy are and Superman needs to be darker, and not that wasn't because of Deadpool, but Superman should be his own character, and the character everybody else should, should really do their own thing. But if anything, that should set the standard. Yeah. Superman can't be malleable to whatever's well, well, let's see how Shazam does. And if Shazam does well, then you're gonna see a Superman where he's more jovial or whatever, I like that. But anyway, well, yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean because
0: yeah. yeah, but. I, I would hope to see k in a Superman movie that's actually Superman. where he's being Superman. Where
1: well, he really flies.
0: Yeah, and he's happy about it. And he's a hopeful character. I would love to see that. It We got tiny little glimpses of it. Kind of shoehorned into Justice League. Which I feel was probably Joss Whedon's Superman creeping in there. Um, but I think k could do a good Superman. He's just been trapped in bad movies. Same as Affleck as Batman. Yeah. He's trapped in bad movies. So... Uh, the, uh, the other DC film that they're we're finally seeing some stuff from is the Joker movie mm-hmm. with Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker origin movie, which I still don't understand at all how it fits into anything, or if it's just its own thing or what. Uh, but I am actually slightly interested. Yeah, like there, he lost a ton of weight. He's very thin. Well, he wasn't very big to begin with. He wasn't. Well, the last pictures beforehand, he was just normal size. This, he's almost gaunt. He's very mm-hmm. thin with this kind of, not stringy, crazy hair, but just he looks like a kind of a weird guy. He just looks like a strange guy. And he's just normal in all the shots, but he's he's laughing in, in certain pictures, and he's smiling in other pictures. He's interacting with this clown, and I'm not sure if they're going to mind the killing joke for this origin story or what, but I am slightly intrigued. Like, he looks, I'm more interested in his Joker than I was with without him even having the makeup on. Than I was with Jared Leto's reveals mm-hmm. as Joker, because it's like, wow, that looks like it may actually become Joker, whereas this is not Joker at all. This is a joke, not a Joker. It's a killing joke. Jared Leto joke, but Joaquin Phoenix and the seeds that I'm seeing and what he, they've shown, just in the little they've shown so far, could be an interesting Joker movie. And I really like Joaquin Phoenix as an actor too. So, um, he's a pretty good actor. He's a pretty great actor. So I'm a, I'm actually interested. In the Joker movie. And seeing what there happens you go. with it. There's something for you. There's something for you. Here's another thing for you. Okay. And Anytime you you want to jump in here, man. I don't know. Just stop.
1: stop. Uh, I had something. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. I don't really like him. I don't know why. Yeah, I,
0: he comes across, I don't know, just kind of... In the interviews I've seen of him, Yeah. he almost... I don't know. It just seems kind of really full of himself.
1: See, that's the feeling that I get. Yeah. I haven't seen those interviews, but just Justin seeing him around. I get. I mean, I just get. He, I get that from him. And yeah. I don't. There's something about it I don't like. Now I could see a movie with him. And he's said, a great actor. Oh, he's pretty good. I saw. What did I see with him? I saw something with him, and I didn't think he was all that great. Of there an was
0: actor. a series. I can't remember what, Bo- what series it was that Bobby showed me, and I watched him. And I was like, well, he's he's pretty good. He's a pretty good actor, um, and. Everybody loved him in Creed. I haven't seen Creed yet. I still haven't seen Creed either. But and I still haven't seen Black Panther either. But the the couple of interviews that I did see him on, it, there was just he came across as just kind of kind of full of himself. Yeah. And I was just like, well, maybe maybe I just saw bad interviews though. But he could be the could nicest be. guy in the world. Could be. And I could just be going off of bad interviews that blatantly yeah. tried to make him look that way. Because you know, you never know. Yeah, you never how know. How one of these companies is cutting it either. Um so, I don't know. I, I also don't like that... I mean, he's just become established as Killmonger in, in Black Panther. And he just came off of Torch in the Fantastic Four reboot. Why do we have to keep going to the same guys over and over again for superhero roles? You know, there's other actors for superhero roles. Yeah. Why do we have to keep going? The same thing with, you know... I well, I, I was wrong about um, Chris Evans, though. He had just come off of Torch and he made a great Captain America.
1: Well, yeah, I think... You can't hold somebody to Fantastic Four.
0: Yeah. That's very true. I mean, it's like... That's very true. <laughs> that was... <laughs>
1: <laughs> was. Uh, you get a
0: second chance if he did a Fantastic Four. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. He could be the nicest guy in the world. I just help in interviews, though. Who knows? Might be. Might be. People loved him as Killmonger. I thought it was great. I haven't I, seen
1: it, though. Maybe it was.
0: Okay. GameStop. What are they doing? They're getting lots of toys and stuff now.
1: Yeah, I, noticed, I noticed, uh, noticed that.
0: Here's the thing. People complained about Toys R Us and their pricing. And when Toys R Us started going out of business, they said, good riddance. Hmm. They charge too much anyway. They charge way too much. Their prices are too high. I'm glad they're going out of business. Those same people are gobbling up Marvel Legends at GameStop like crazy. And I'm pretty sure they're dollars there. Black Series are twenty two ninety nine there. Everything is more expensive at GameStop than it was at Toys R Us. But you're posting like crazy about found the new Legends here, found the new Black Series here, got them on reserve, gonna get them there. Why are you okay with the GameStop pricing because you're finding them, but you complained about Toys R Us and you were happy they went out of business because they charge too much, but yet they charge less than GameStop does. Yeah, it's just this this bandwagon mentality that people have. Where you heard somebody else complain, it, so now you complain about it. And that's... You saw somebody else buy him there, and they thought it was awesome, so now you're buying it there, and it's awesome. I just don't get people nowadays, man. Yeah.
1: They're just dumb. Well, it's like... A lot of people are just dumb. You have this thing. You have this place. Toys R Us is a place. You take it for granted. It's been around as long as you've been alive. Yeah. You take it for granted. It goes away. And then you're left with, like, these scraps. And it's like, well, I don't know where I'm going to get this stuff. And... Now they have Marvel Legends, and while well, they're only twenty-two dollars, and it's like, yeah, you go ahead and pay it, and you think it's, you're, yeah, like it's great because because now there's no, there's no place to get that, there's no place to take advantage of or to be taken for granted. Yeah, but GameStop will get that way too well, after they will. people shop there enough. Totally, and they, it gets along enough, they'll say, ah. Eh. Yeah, I, I guess- mean, it's like. Uh, you know, something's out, and this happens to me all the time. You know, oh, this thing's out, and it's $10, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> and then, it's gone.
0: Now it's $40. I
1: want it, and now it's $40, yeah. and... Well, it's $40, that's what, wanted. I, that's what I wanted, that's a
0: good thing I just don't get it, though. I, re- I really don't get wow. why there were so many complaints about Toys R Us pricing, yet people are so eager to eat up GameStop pricing, because now Toys R Us is gone. And Toys R Us is gone because of people like you, not you, but... Yeah. People, those people in general that badmouth Toys R Us and tell people don't shop at Toys R Us, their prices are too high. They're this, they're that. They're gone partly because of that. And now you're going to just say that this is okay though because they're it's GameStop and now Toys R Us is gone, so it's okay to pay this. It just makes no sense. I just don't. No. There's no logic with a lot of people. There just isn't. It just no. doesn't. It doesn't. If there's something that's broken inside there. Yeah. I got an argument, and I, you know, okay, I may lose some people some friends or listeners or whatever over this timothy clark is the designer of the boglins he created the boglins oh he created um uh sectars cool and he's retained the rights to a lot of this stuff to sectars and boglins i've met him at conventions and he is a super nice guy super super cool guy he's doing his own boglins now his own limited runs he's making them handmade sculpting himself doing the casting himself to keep the brand alive,
1: that's boggling my mind. It's really
0: cool, and he has yeah. limited run stuff. Um, again, it's not manu- mass mass manu- mass produced. It's made by him, handmade by him. To me, I think that's really cool that you can get a Boglin made by the creator of Boglins.
1: If you like Boglins, what else like, do you there want?
0: There is a Boglins Collectors Club or Collectors Group on Facebook that I was a part of. People started posting links to uh, knockoff Boglins people that were using the Boglin style and the Boglin's name and creating their own things and selling them. like In particular, there was one band who created this Boglin with like the band member's face sort of sculpted into it um, and was, I guess, selling them at his shows, and they were being sold on eBay. And Timothy Clark, the, the posts were removed. They were linking to it. And some guy got mad, Said, so why would the posts remove about the non-Timothy Clark Boglins, the non-licensed Boglins? It, it, Timothy Clark is in the group, and he's an admin in the group everybody accused him of removing posts that were unlicensed Boglin items. And he came on and said, I didn't remove the posts. I did disagree with that musician, but I didn't remove the posts. Another admin came on and said, out of respect, I did remove the posts. And so I chimed in and said, well, they should be removed. This is a Boglins collector's group, not a knockoff Boglins collector's group. We have the creator of Boglins in the group. These people didn't ask for his permission. Mm-hmm. They don't pay yeah. him for the use of the franchise. They don't um, They don't license the name. They don't license the style. They're ripping him off and selling these things, and they're advertised here on a board where the creator is nice enough to be a part of the board. Why would this not be mm-hmm. irra- uh, taken off? Yeah. He has every right, if he were the one to delete it, to take those posts off because they're ripping him off. Yeah. If you created a brand... And you, you poured your, your blood, sweat, and tears into it. You nurtured it all these years. And you are still using it. And you're, you're putting this product out there. And it's your livelihood. If somebody then walked up and said, I'm going to do the exact same product that you created. I'm not going to pay you for it. I'm going to do my own versions of them. I'm going to still use your name. Still use your style and everything. But I'm going to sell them. Advertise them on you, And I'm your going to advertise board. them on this board. I'm going to advertise them on your board. Nobody would be cool with that. Nobody would say, oh, yeah, please, go ahead, step all over my brand, step all over my licensing, don't give me any money, and just go for it, man, and I'll, sh- go ahead, advertise here. Well, nobody would do that. I know I wouldn't. I know I wouldn't. And so then some guy chimes in, the guy that originally got mad about the post remove, I have Ghostbusters gear in my picture. Ghostbusters gear that I either bought from Mattel, that were licensed, or that, you know, I've created with buying shells and things like that. Um... But I'm not making a profit off of this outfit," yeah. he said. "Well, you're using. Are you paying Harold Ramis for your your profile picture? Because you're benefiting off that. You're not benefiting I'm like, I'm not benefiting all at all. The, yeah. I'm not making money off my profile picture. I'm not making money appearing as a Ghostbuster. You don't hire me. You're not even making friends off as a Ghostbuster. Picture. I'm not making pro- friends off my profile picture. <laughs> like, there's no benefit in what I'm doing here. The only th- benefit there is is if I go into a charity auction or I go to yeah. a charity thing to make money for charity. And Sony and Ghost Core, they 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 smile on that. They want you to build your own Proton packs and they want you to make money for charity. That's why they have Ghost Core, and that's why they have these franchises, because they want you to do that. They want people to use the Ghostbusters brand to go out and make money for charity. So all this is endorsed by Sony. But either way, I'm making no money and making no benefit off my profile picture. I'm trying to explain that to this guy. I'm like, I'm not making a benefit off of this. Whereas those guys that are stealing the Boglin's name and the design yeah. are making a benefit. It's called money. Yeah. That's the benefit that they get. Well, you're still making a benefit because people still like the picture and stuff. Like you don't, you that's, don't understand the meaning of the word benefit. That's stupid. And what I'm saying here is, is that they're taking money out of his pockets, and they come back and say, "Well, you, have you checked out the new Boglins? They're not as good as the old ones." Who cares? Well, yeah. Is, is, does that mean that people can matter. steal it then? Yeah. It was just, I was dumbfounded, and so eventually I was like, you know, I'm leaving this group, because if there's this many people here that don't understand that ripping off the creator that's in this group is a bad thing, then you guys are help are hopeless. Yeah. I mean, you really just don't understand how the world works, that you support these thieves that steal this stuff. So I left it. So if you're part of that Boglins community, I'm sorry, but a few bad apples are going to ruin it for everybody. I mean, it, they really are. Yeah. Um, and I highly suggest that you rethink it if you're in that group. Unless some kind of change is made, where it's a rule that hey, we don't support stuff that that rips them off. Yeah, um, it was ridiculous. It is know. ridiculous. It it's was a, ridiculous. It's a
1: principled matter, and I. It really is. I've had these discussions and the, see these things from time to time. It really. That's somebody who really just jumped in. They had their something that they didn't like happened, or something that they like happened, or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: And. They've got nothing to stand on, and so it's, so it's just, oh, well, you're we well, are making a profit on because people like your picture. What? What fart, am I putting? Fart in one hand and put yeah. a bunch of Facebook likes in another hand and see which one weighs more. They're they're
0: both nothing. They're it's nothing. nothing. You don't get anything. Some from Some people likes. put a thumbs up on my picture. Uh, oh, I'm gonna take that to the bank. I'm gonna go well, to the bank and say. Well, my picture got fifty likes. Here's, so I really think you guys should here's give the,
1: me alone. I mean, here's the real key difference, okay? Like so if that guy who's making these boglins wants to make a boglin for himself That's different. And have it and exactly. put it as his profile exactly. picture or whatever. Or even if he takes it to shows and shows it, so if he wants to rent a whole table and just put his boglin right in the middle and say, Check this thing out that I made. That's that's up to him. That's his prerogative, exactly. that's his exactly. private stuff. If you're making something to sell, then that's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. It's very different.
0: Doing a whole run of a musician and boggling for him to sell at concerts is ripping him off. That's ripping him off. Yeah. If you're doing custom work or one-of-kind items for yourself, that's totally different. That's a totally different thing. Same with the proton packs and making your own gear and stuff. That's totally different. I'm not selling my gear.
1: Well, even with, with something like proton packs, there is not a company that's making...
0: Yeah, proton, there's not an active company packs. making them. Yeah, Harold
1: Ramis is not manufacturing totally. proton packs. They're fulfilling the needs of the community. To that's
0: that's yeah, that's there. But yeah, it was it was very um, it was very odd, man. It was just very very weird, especially if if I was in a Ghostbuster group where you know Ivan Reitman was part of the group, and Ivan Reitman was removing posts about people making a Ghostbuster movie, their yeah. own movie that they were going to charge tickets for, and he said, "Well, I'm going to take this off because that's." That's not right. People wouldn't jump in and say, "Oh, you're are wrong." People should be able to make their own Ghostbuster movies well, and make money off of
1: it. Apparently, some people would. It's ridiculous. It be the it's same it's people. insanity, man. I guarantee you, there are those people. There are in those every people that
0: think it should be okay. In every group, it's there okay are. to rip off other people's ideas and make money off of it. There's a difference between fans creating their own thing to honor a film or to honor a property that's for their own personal enjoyment, and mm-hmm. another to go. That's a great idea. I'm gonna rip that off and sell my own. I can
1: make money off of that.
0: I can make money off of that. Yeah. Um, speaking of Ghostbusters, there's a fan fest next year. It's the first Ghostbusters convention. It's gonna be at the Sony lot in Culver City, California, whatever. It's gonna be haunted. It's gonna be haunted. Uh, I'm excited about a Ghostbusters convention. I'm not excited that Wizard World is the ones running it because Wizard World is notorious for um, bad, ru- badly run shows that Wizard- they charge a lot of money for. Wizard World. Yeah. So here's their their thing. Tickets, I'm putting up quotation marks. Tickets went on sale Monday. And the tickets are, you put $100 down to have priority access to buy tickets. They're not even tickets. It's $100 to be able to buy a ticket. Oh. So you, you then take your $100 when they decide what ticket packages there will be. You will then be able to take your $100 to buy one of the tickets. And they say that the $100 is refundable if you look at the ticket prices and don't like it. But I've heard nightmares of getting refunds from them.
1: Oh, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure it's a
0: complete nightmare. So you give them $100, and then at a certain date, they'll then decide what the ticket prices will be. There's been no announcement as to guests, panels, any of that stuff. Dealers, nothing. There's been no announcement of anything related to the show other than it's called Ghostbusters Fan Fest, and it's at Sony. That's all. Hmm. But they want you to put $100 down to then use your $100 for tickets later on. And to me, it reads as, let's see how many of these people are willing to pony up money. Mm-hmm. And then after we see the number of guests that we're going to have, then we can decide where our ticket prices will be.
1: Or then we can decide whether we're actually doing
0: this or, or not. Or we're going to actually do the show or not. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that if the the amount of tickets is small, they'll put up crazy high ticket prices for this Ghostbusters experience. Because they probably feel like if people are willing to pony up this $100 sight unseen, then maybe we'll look at this and see if they're willing to pony up this amount for this limited amount of tickets. They're totally hedging their bets on the whole show by doing this $100 deposit thing. I've never heard of putting a deposit on tickets that they don't even know what they cost yet, or what they're for.
1: Which is crazy
0: to me. And it also probably is why they haven't announced any kind of guest list, is because they don't know what kind of guests they can afford for the show. Hundred dollars oh. for just the opportunity to buy a ticket.
1: Even if the tickets are a hundred dollars. Oh, they're gonna is, be I mean, easily it a hundred dollars. Just for a whole weekend?
0: I think so. For two days.
1: For two days.
0: For two days. That's
1: fifty dollars a day.
0: Yeah. Well that's what conventions cost nowadays, man. It's crazy but they Too do. rich for my blood. I uh, yeah, I'm I would love to go to a Ghostbusters convention, but I'm not I'm not dropping a hundred dollars sight and scene on something without a guest list Yeah, a, a itinerary, nothing. No thanks. Uh, so, yeah. Sony can kiss my grits. They can kiss your, your booty, your booty region. Okay, uh, that leads us into some Marvel stuff. Okay. First of all, Marvel has announced TV shows for their Disney streaming service that focus on Loki, Scarlet Witch, and other characters, and then characters from the, the actors from the movies will be playing them on these shows. Okay, that's interesting. Interesting. Don't really care. I'm like, I'm definitely in the fatigue mode of superhero yeah. stuff. Yeah. I don't know if I also need, in addition to the four or five movies every year, now, and the Netflix shows, now other shows on another streaming service that focus on each character. Maybe, uh, it's maybe too much. Especially coming off of the...
1: Avengers 4. What? The no. new
0: movie that's out. No. Oh. The Captain Marvel trailer.
1: Captain Marvel, Captain Snooze is what we call her. Whew.
0: What a boring trailer. <laughs> uh,
1: you know what? I was... Uh, okay, so I don't think... I don't think we talked about this last time. I think it's happened in between our shows. Um, Brie Larson, is that who yeah. it is? Puts up the a Twitter post about... Hey, so... Wait, who's it?
0: Ready to break the internet? Entertainment Weekly? Entertainment Weekly, I think yeah. we did talk about it on the show. Did we? I think we did. Maybe. Maybe we did.
1: We talked about it. I think the last show was, uh, we did a movie
0: episode. You might be right. Yeah, we may have. No, it was a random, because it came off the Jaws episode.
1: Oh, okay. Well, anyway, she said, hey, Entertainment Weekly, ready to break the internet, and then...
0: The internet was totally unscathed.
1: Obviously, did not break the internet. Not only that, but nobody cares.
0: Nobody cared. Nobody cares. Like
1: like the numbers were kind of low as far as hits or whatever. And, and it wasn't anything. It was just a few... Just some pictures. A few set pics or whatever. It was like, eh. It's dull. Yeah. Brie Larson looks the same all the time. She has mm-hmm. the same look on her face all the time. Uh, so I watched the trailer and I felt really underwhelmed. Totally. Um, not only was it underwhelmed... I-, I have to say that everything looks good... You know, like, her yeah. suit looks pretty good, and never, I didn't have a problem with anything like that. But that's that's the thing. Everything looks... Not everything looks good, but it's not a feat. Now, to, first of all, it looks like everything else. Yeah. Second of all, she's got... Okay, she's got a power. It's like a a generic flame power that her body lights up. I'm, I know that's probably how, that's what it is in the comic book, but it seems like everybody has the same powers everybody has like yeah. the same sense of humor they all have the same look everything's the same everything's just it's just milk toast and let's just let's put out another one we know it's safe let's do it let's get it out there we it's gonna be
0: it's gonna be there it's
1: gonna be there You're and and if you want to see it then you it's you gonna can be there it. it's gonna be there and that's it and it's like of course i haven't seen it yeah but it was so boring and you know what everybody was talking about was the fact that Blockbuster was in it. Exactly. And that tells me something. If the only exactly. thing that That's anybody exactly got out of your trailer say. was that Blockbuster was featured in the beginning, you're in, you're in trouble. Feat. You're That's in trouble. Because people are more concerned about a 90s video rental store yeah. than they are about your movie or how anything looked.
0: Yeah, it was it was very odd because it's like they blatantly just showed that Blockbuster for so long in the trailer. Like, you get it, guys? Hey. It's the 90s. It's the 90s. Do you get it? Blockbuster. You get it? Yeah. Guys, check it out. It's Blockbuster. Yeah. We're showing you the old video rental place. Do you remember when people rented you, videotapes? you guys used to go to. You've heard on the news about how there's only two Blockbusters left in America. Yeah. Well, this isn't one of them because this is in the past. And this is Blockbuster video.
1: That's another funny thing is if there are still a Blockbuster exactly. open then you're not really... You you're not
0: really... You're going to pick something
1: exclusive to the 90s. How about show her at a Kurt Cobain concert? Yeah. Nirvana. How
0: about have it's her Kurt crash at an electronics boutique?
1: Yeah. Remember something Electronics Boutique? Like yeah, I remember Electronics.
0: Remember that? Yeah. How about she crashes into a media play? Those are gone. Yeah, those are gone. Those are gone. You could have her crash into one of those. Yeah. But, that's yeah, it. so they really, really focus on that. It's Blockbuster, guys. Yeah. Look at it, it's Blockbuster.
1: I think I even saw an article that said something. The whole article title, and this doesn't mean much because everything is just clickbait now, but once again, you release this trailer, you've been working on this movie forever. Mm-hmm you're going to break the internet with your set picks that nobody seemed to really care about, but you're still... Everybody's like, oh, I thought it was going to be the trailer. Yeah. So finally you do release the trailer, and the only article that you can drum up from it is about Blockbuster. Yeah. All the comments are about Blockbuster. All the comments are about how... I'm going to have to explain to my child what Blockbuster is. I'm going to have to, like...
0: It's... Uh, wow. I, myself, oh. I'm trying to think back on the trailer oh. and imagery that stuck out to me. Is there me, anything
1: that you can remember from it?
0: Blockbuster. That's the only thing I can remember from it. I don't it. remember anything And from that it. is a completely lackluster trailer. Then Sam Jackson de-aged. I remember that. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, Sam Jackson's been de-aged. He's been digitally de-aged here.
1: Was it digital or did they just put a, some hair no, on him? No, they digitally because de-aged it seems like him. He's,
0: okay. They de-aged him Because he looks... Bit. He still looks uh, young. I mean, he
1: looks like... He, he looks could the
0: just, same. Yeah. He's got both eyes. Do you get it? It's in the past. Right.
1: It's he's in the past because he's got both eyes. I hear something. Just give me a young Nick Fury movie. I'll take that instead. I'll watch that.
0: I'll watch a young I Nick Fury I know that Fury Samuel movie.
1: Jackson is in eight out of ten movies. This will be nice. Sometimes I get tired of hearing him, seeing him. But I do like him. And I do like him as Nick Fury. Me too. And if they just said, we're doing a Nick Fury movie, let's see how he loses that eye.
0: Let's let's give the story of how he loses the eye. Let's talk about it in other movies. Now you're going to see it. The, Actually, see.
1: actually, I wouldn't like that. But I would like to see a young Nick Fury as an agent. I would.
0: And that that's you know. the part of the movie, of the trailer, that I actually could look at and go, okay, well, that would be interesting to watch is young Nick Fury. Yeah. That, that'll be the interesting thing of this movie is young Nick Fury. Because I, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I don't find Brie Larson to be compelling as an actress. It's the no. same doldrum expression They're the, same
1: expression in every the entire
0: time. There's, every shot there was one the shot
1: there' was one shot that was different is where she was shooting an energy ball or something like that and she does you know she makes like this this face but even then it looked uncomfortable for her almost it yeah. looked like she was like she doesn't really know how to act or anything or she, I, I don't know I don't know
0: I, I also don't danger. like that this movie is really Marvel's answer to Wonder Woman and oh, it, yeah. this is the first time but I feel like Marvel has had to copy off of DC, and it really feels like this is okay. They've got their super strong female movie. Now we're going to do our super strong female. It's movie. It's Captain Marvel. It's her, and then we're going to turn it into the word hero. It's. Right. It, it feels like oh, okay. Well, now you're just you're not really wanting to do a Captain Marvel movie. You're wanting to do your version of Wonder Woman. Now you want to play catch up and do what DC did right yeah. in their the Warner Brothers did right in their film franchise. You saw the one movie they did right. And you're like, okay, well, now we can do that better. And that, eh, you're better than that, Marvel. You really didn't need to do it. Jessica Jones is awesome. You had a Marvel Netflix show in Jessica Jones that was completely different than Wonder Woman. I still haven't seen that, great. but I want
1: to see I um, see. That. Oh, not Jessica cool. Jones. Agent Carter. That's
0: what I want to see. I haven't seen that. I just not watched the Agent Carter show. But the Jessica Jones show, I really did like. I, I didn't watch the second season yet, but I really did like the first season. Um, yeah, I was completely unimpressed by the trailer. It is the least impressive yeah. Marvel trailer that I can remember watching. Um and Blazes reminded me, he's like, Well, you didn't like the Thor Ragnarok trailer first. And you liked Thor Ragnarok a lot. I was like, That is true. That's the point. He said, like, You didn't like the Spider Man Homecoming trailer, and you somewhat enjoyed Spider-Man Homecoming, and that's true too, that there was moments of Spider Man Homecoming I didn't enjoy still. Um, this one I don't I don't think I really felt bored in those other trailers though. And this one I actually felt bored watching it. Like this was boring. Yeah. This is a boring trailer to watch.
1: It was very vague. Yeah, everything was kind of like a vague. It's like what's,
0: I don't, yeah, what I don't is this?
1: Yeah, what, what am is I it? watching? Is it going to be Marvel's first flop?
0: That's a good question, man. I mean, it's definitely divided. People online. Oh, there there are there are people that are um, particularly upset. My friend Kenny posted this. They're particularly upset by the amount of words that Sam Jackson said in the trailer versus the amount of words that Brie Larson said. There was a post that said, Brie Larson has a total of 33 words in this trailer, whereas Sam Jackson gets 67. Come on, Marvel. That's the patriarchy. That is... That's the patriarchy. That's getting really ridiculous. Where you're now counting the words in the trailer. She did a lot more in that trailer than Sam Jackson did.
1: Well, yes. And also, Marvel's the one who wants to make the movie. Yeah. They're the one pushing that it's her, Mm -hmm. hero, and... I mean, we we know the game that's being played here. Okay, we know, know. we know what this is about, and not that Captain Marvel can't be a, a lady good movie or a good movie. Yeah, but like they're getting mad. At, uh, who are you getting mad at? The company that says like we're gonna go ahead and do this for it's like it's like you get mad at Wonder Woman. Like, let's say Chris Pine had more lines than Wonder Woman did in the trailer. It's like who cut the trailer? Yeah. The people who made Wonder Woman, the people who made Captain Marvel, cut the trailer and they put it out for you. And guess what? Samuel Jackson is a draw. Brie Larson is a is a slab of cardboard. Yeah. What do you want? How many lines? Well, how many lines does she have in the movie? Is she, to, is she a talker? Is she a strong silent type? She may be a more silent know.
0: character. I mean, she her. If you count the action scenes in the trailer, she completely dwarfed Sam Jackson's. So, what would you rather her do? Be the just sit there and talk character. And have Sam Jackson have all the action shots in the trailer then? That wouldn't work. You'd be mad at that. Well, um, the whole Marvel looks like you've got Sam Jackson doing all the action stuff. And yeah. Brie Larson's just going to sit there and talk. Yeah.
1: You, okay. could, you could have a trailer of just her talking the whole time while she's lifting stuff and throwing fireballs or whatever. I mean, you could do that. It's,
0: it's, the world but, we're in now, man.
1: Yeah, here's the thing, man. Samuel Jackson, like I said, he's a draw. He is a talker. He's got a voice to talk. He's an actor. He's a seasoned actor. And obviously they've written quite a bit of dialogue for him in this film. Who knows?
0: And he's not a superhero. Who knows? Who knows? Who
1: knows what kind of dialogue she has? She might not have much of any. Yeah. Steve McQueen used to cut his lines intentionally from films. You know, like just because you don't have the same amount of words, that's stupid. Whoever sat around and counted those is stupid.
0: Same with Michael Keene as Batman. There were lots of lines and you say, I don't need to talk. Yeah, I don't need to do that. This character doesn't need to talk here. Her yeah. character may just not need to talk here. Yeah. I I don't get it. This is the world we're in though. Plus she's this not is a good we're in.
1: Plus she doesn't seem to be a good actress. So Yeah, I
0: uh maybe, I'm not a fan. Maybe
1: they're maybe they're gonna dub her lines and they decided, you know, we gotta get a trailer out, finally, and let's just you know, we can take care of all that stuff in between now and the movie coming out and let's just put something together. That could be it too. Could be it. Who knows? Who knows, man? Who knows?
0: But, yeah. So, this was kind of uh, an episode where we just complained about a lot of stuff. Hey. Hey. That's the ones where we really get the listeners hooked in.
1: <laughs> you, know, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you gotta.
0: Let's alienate ourselves as much as possible And what we dislike. <laughs> That's what I like to do.
1: <laughs> I'm sure, look, Ooh. I'm sure that there are going to be people who go and see it. Oh, yeah. And there are people who are just happy to have a superhero movie out. And I'm sympathetic towards that. I am, but I personally have had the fatigue for a long time. That's no secret. Oh yeah. And, um, and there's nothing, there was nothing in there to draw me in. And there's not been, I mean, there's been, I'm trying to think of what's been close. I think like Venom looks pretty good, but what's going to get me to the theater to see a superhero film? Probably nothing. I can't think of anything at this point, unless it was a captain America movie again, where it's just captain America and he's going to do something, you know, have some old type of,
0: yeah, he's
1: got Nazis or something like that. Or he's going
0: to do like, I have the draw of my, my, my sons. Yeah. He's got, he's got kids. And so that, that helps pull me in. But there are even ones that we, as a, as a group go, We can probably wait on Blu-ray for that. We can wait on Blu-ray for that. And that's why it is for a lot of movies. But especially now, superhero movies, because there are so many of them, it's really got to grab us to get us to go to a theater for it. Keaton, and a lot of it will be, you know, depending on your character choices, too. Like, if the character you really like in the comics, you're more likely to go see it in the movie theater. That's true.
1: If there's a Captain Marvel fan, you know they're going to see it.
0: Yeah, they're going to go see it. Keaton's a big Venom fan. I like Venom. We'll probably go see Venom. That'll probably get me into the theater. Um, I'm not a huge Captain Marvel fan to begin with. Yeah. And the trailer did nothing to help make me. Captain Marvel fan. Uh, I've never been a, a big Thor fan,
1: but James, it's a woman. It's it's a woman. though. You need to be a fan.
0: I should be a fan because otherwise, time. I'm I'm a misogynist. It's time. Yeah, it's time. It's time. It's time. I I, I'm I hear that
1: I hear that the future is female. So oh, you better get true. you better get on board.
0: I do regret not seeing Wonder Woman in the yeah. theater after watching it. I was like, well, you know, what? this is pretty good. I probably would have liked seeing it this at the theater. This would have been a, a good movie to see at the theater. Um, but this one, I don't think I'll miss seeing it. If I don't see it.
1: You'll be okay, I promise I'll be all right.
0: Uh, there was one other thing I want to mention real quick. Red Letter Media yes? just did this... They have their review where they talk about a movie.
1: Uh, a like well, an older movie, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, this one, it's Mike and Rich Allen. And instead of a movie, it's... they. Review Mike's pitch for what he would have liked would like to the Picard series to be the new Star Trek Picard series to be.
1: They're really into Star Trek, those two. Guys. He Mike
0: really likes it a lot. Yeah. Dude, his pitch is great. Yeah, I mean, after watching it, no matter what they do, it's not going to be as good as that because mm. it was really good. I mean, he just like hit everything as as to I, as I was watching. it's like, man, I want to watch this show, and I don't want to ruin the whole thing, but he. He brings Picard back in a way that honors the old series, which is great. He puts him in a position where he'd be in command that would make sense. He brings back the Galaxy-class starship from Star Trek Next Generation, that ship, like that style of ship, because he brought up the point that we got Millennium Falcon back in Star Wars, and everybody loves that. Why would you not bring back a ship that's attached to them yeah. that people love? People love this ship. People want to see him on this ship. It's not going to make a lot of sense for him to just be thrown on one of these old ships. So he brings it into a way that makes perfect sense. Um, and just the idea of this, this show that he comes up with, I would watch every episode of this show. Yeah, um, And it's a shame because he's, he talks about, he's like, you can go this one of two ways. It's either going to be, a new threat is coming, and we need the best captain we could find to command this giant new ship. And so we're going to bring back 78-year-old Picard to command this new ship because we need his experience on this brand-new ship to fight the new war. And that's what they're going to do. Yeah. In my head, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, and that's even what Rich Allen says. He's like, that's what they're going to do. That's, that's the show they're going to do. Um, Mike's show, though, is very much like the best of Next Generation. Um, and that's what the show should be and not what they're going to do. So I highly recommend if you like Picard and you like The Next Generation show to watch the Red Letter Media Star Trek Galaxy review and just see what Mike's ideas are for Star Trek and see if that isn't the show that you want as well. Because that's the show I want. That's the one I want. That's the one I want. It it sounds like a fantastic show to me.
1: Bring back Dr. Beverly Crusher?
0: No. Bring her back. No, he was going to bring back LaForge. LaForge, Picard, and another supporting cast member from... The original show. Oh, that's Odo. it. Probably Odo. No, not Odo. Yeah. No, do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. You got anything else?
1: Bring back Whoopi Goldberg. Go ahead. Put her on there. Do See, it. She can ten bar.
0: Do it, man. All, All right. right.
1: Okay. I don't know. Okay. All right.
0: Signing off. Goodbye.
1: See you next time.
0: See you. <laughs>